Welcome to the In the Pocket edition of the Game Sports Show. In the Pocket presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar for six years in a row, three years best wings. Located on 624 Wellington Street West in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, you can follow them on Instagram, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM, or Facebook, which is tagged at Sports Center SSM. TGEM and the Game Sports Show and Sports Center have been a family for over five years. Sports Center is the first original home recording of the Game Sports Show Canada, and if you want to watch the game, be part of a great sports atmosphere while having delicious food there is no better place or bar literally in town get there today or you may miss us or miss out on another great night from the Sioux's best sports bar now let's get kicked off with in the pocket hosted by david mckay jr joined by co-hosts justin heichel ej russell jamie antonello and tyler Wollett. Sports fans, hang those team jerseys or other collectibles in style with help from the guys at thesportdisplays.com as they have you covered. Thesportdisplays.com. Hang it, display it, or show it off with the jersey mount. The jersey mount is an affordable, easy to install, and kick-ass way to decorate your man cave, dorm, home, or office. Went to a totally badass concert and want to show off some of your memorabilia yeah the jersey mount can help you with that or how about that wrestling pay-per-view event or live show you recently went to and you want to show off that wrestling collectible in style the jersey mount can help you with that or you want to represent your favorite sports team the jersey mount has you covered installation is so fast and so easy and the best part you won't damage your wall Pick up your jersey mount today over at thesportdisplays.com. Hang it, display it, or show it off with the jersey mount at thesportdisplays.com. Get yours today at thesportdisplays.com. Thesportdisplays.com. One more time, thesportdisplays.com. Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Show. It's the In the Pocket Edition, Season 6, Episode 2. The Game Sports Show In the Pocket Edition, powered by the Game Entertainment and Media and presented by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Already Episode 2, and boy, was it an action-packed first week, an exciting first week of football and here on the game sports show in the pocket edition we're going to get into a little bit of last week and we're going to talk everything this week and that is within the nfl of course that is going to invade the entirety of the agenda today and for those looking for college or even potential local football discussion that is coming just with today and time constraints we're going to be sticking to the nfl so Without further ado, let's get right into it. And firstly, let's bring in the co-host joining yours truly this evening. I'm going to go first to somebody who's in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario with yours truly, Justin Heichel. Hike, my friend, how's, how's the battle? How's it going? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Another uh, another good night to be here chatting football with everyone. Touch football tonight, too. Didn't hurt myself. So uh, here we go. Touch football. It's that time again. You can see your breath when you breathe outside here in Sault Ste. Marie. Now, I know somebody doesn't see his breath when he goes outside, but I'm not going to go to him now. I'm just going to tease who that is. I'm going to go to EJ Russell first. Okay. The Pickham defending champ. I had a very hot week last week, coming in hot, defending that title. Me in second place. I don't know how that happened after my record of seven and eight last week. But EJ, my friend, how's it going? Yo, happy to be here as always. I I don't know about second place. I mean, you're in you're in dead last right now. Okay, <laughs> you're you're not just chugging kegs. You're drowning. All right, buddy. James and you, you're having you're you're having a a tough time. But uh, I'm happy to be here as always. Happy to be here with you, Justin, and our fourth participant today. Can't wait. Now, the fourth participant, you hear it on the introduction who the guest is. And no, it's not Jamie Antonello, but it's somebody else, okay, that is on that introduction. And he's calling in today, okay, calling in for the show to make sure he was part of episode two from the hot wire tabs of a phone all the way in Florida, okay? The one only Tyler will let. Tyler, my friend, how's it going? Hey, man, it's good to be back. I'm sorry about last week. I had a fantasy draft with the work. 
uh, the company. So that's actually why it was a good reason to miss. It was football related. So I think that's okay. Oh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I'm calling in uh, from Fort Myers, Florida. And yes, I'm now seeing my breath. It is a cool, let's see, 70, looking at the weather, 78 right now. Eat a bag of And it's, it's, that's like cool right now. I mean, like it's been, I moved in June, the worst time to move pretty much because it's been like 95 every day. So it's hard to complain with that. Um, but it rains every day so far, which kind of sucks. But overall, I'm glad I'm down here. I'm glad I'm on the show. Glad to be back. Uh, it's football season. We're totally back. Uh, spent all day Sunday, noon to eight, put a full shift in at the bar and just watch football. So it was good to be back. Football's back. <laughs> it's it is back. back. We know when you're at a bar watching sports and it's outside of maybe the playoffs or a three hour football game or sorry, hockey game. You're there for eight hours. Okay. You're watching. Football. Dave, we didn't even make five minutes in before <laughs> hockey reference. God <laughs> that, damn. That was actually, that was actually as I cough in my laughter, an accident. It wasn't even on purpose. I've used my card. Now I already stated what the agenda is, fellas. I already said what episode this is and you know what? It's been great season six. It's the longest running show for the game sports show we talk every sport on here obviously uh, hockey is just one season officially behind which truly doesn't make sense because we did talk hockey within the pocket before which made no sense and uh heiko can attest to that <laughs> back to our three-hour editions back in 2015 uh the game sports was happening we're happy that you're back for another season of in the pocket. And speaking of the content of the game sports show, just go to the website, uh, the game You can check it on all audio platforms. The up, there's going to be an update to the website. You can also check out the T gem network YouTube channel. Okay. That is a podcast platform that airs categorized channels of podcasts from sports, mental health, education, just check it out. But you can see all the shows that we have on the game sports show.com. Now, Besides getting plugs in and talking about sponsors, new sponsors, such as the sports displays, also giving Little Caesars and 45 Social, a little shout out as well. Sports Center Bar and Grill, Wing Night, Wednesdays, okay? Got to get down the Sioux's Best Sports Bar. Besides getting into all the plugs that I want to get into, I want to throw the football right now. I want to get a snap right now, and I want to throw a Hail Mary. And the Hail Mary on the first play is going to be talking about last week briefly. We only have about a half hour in this edition, so getting right to it. We're going to go around the horn. And I'm going to start with EJ first due to being first in the standings. We're going to go in the order of the standings currently uh, in the pick and pool. And I know Hike's going to state what that is in terms of records, but it is EJ hike. Then me and Tyler are tied, but Tyler's in third and me in fourth out of the four. Uh, so we're going to go with EJ first, then hike, then Tyler. I want you to pick a game last week that you want to talk about your little hot take about it, how you feel about it. Before we start talking about this upcoming week, EJ, take it away. Well, I think only um, for the most obvious reason, I have to highlight the Carolina Panthers Cleveland Browns game, but be- not only because it is the obvious choice because that's my favorite team, but it's honestly the only game I got a chance to experience. I was actually driving back to Cleveland. Um, it's like a nine, 10 hour drive. I saw none of the football games Sunday. I've been watching replays trying to catch back up, but I got a chance to listen to Cleveland Browns radio broadcast by Jim Donovan uh, and Nathan Zagura. And that was a great broadcast. And I'll tell you what, it's been a long time since I've heard a Cleveland Browns victory in week one. Last week I highlighted they were 17 to one their last 18 season openers. Okay. For three quarters, the Cleveland Browns defense was kicking the shit out of Carolina. Brittany was sleeping in the car for the first three quarters because I was so quiet because that's how well the defense was playing. They made maybe two mistakes, two or three mistakes in that entire game. Uh, Miles Garrett did have back-to-back sacks. Baker Mayfield um, fumbled multiple snaps. I think Carolina had five total um, fumbles in that game. Uh, But I I, I never listened to, okay, and I'm I'm listening because that's all I had at the radio when I was driving. Um, I, I never listened to such a defensive performance uh, as the Cleveland Browns had. I mean, Cleveland Browns led 38 minutes to Carolina's 21 in, in total possession time. I mean, we kicked kick the shit out of them for three quarters, but then all of a sudden you're sitting there and there's a minute 14 seconds left on the clock, and Baker Mayfield somehow has Carolina in an opportunity to win that game. He connected on a big 50-plus yard touchdown down the sideline uh, to put his team back in a striking distance and then got another one. Uh, later 
in that fourth quarter, uh, Christian McCaffrey punching it in, um, who had a very, very quiet first quarter. I believe Christian McCaffrey only had three yards rushing, or excuse me, in the first half, uh, three yards rushing in the first half. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the Browns drafted Cade York, kicker out of LSU, in the fourth round. And I can't believe, and I'm kidding, I'm not kidding you guys when I say this. When, when Jim Donovan called that kick from 58 yards, I can I can almost repeat it. It, it. The ball is snapped. He's into it. And over and the ball is up and it is. And I swear to God, it took 20 seconds. God! Oh, my God. I cried. I kid you not. It was one of the most emotional experiences I've had in a long time. But what a fantastic football game. You were on the up for three quarters. You came crashing down for one. You came right back up. And the Browns ended up finding a way to win that game. It doesn't matter how you win the game. What matters in this league is that you find a way to win games late in the game. So I'm sorry that this is the only one that I get to compliment on because I would have loved to have watched that Vikings game and watch the Vikings kick the shit out of the Green Bay Packers. Thank you very much. Um, unfortunately, the Browns is the only game I can talk on this week, guys. That's you know what that's okay. That's great intake there, and it's good that you plug you know listening to the listen to it on the radio. I love I love that. That is that is true right there. ESPN eight fifty WKNR. Jim Donovan and Nathan Zagaret was a fantastic broadcast. Jim Donovan has been doing a great job for the Cleveland Browns for a long time. That's amazing, Hike. You're up. All right. Well, I'm uh, you know going to surprise people. I'm not going to talk about the uh, my undefeated Indianapolis Colts. Or uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, CM Punkish meltdown. <laughs> I'm actually going to dive right into uh, the Giants Tennessee game, uh, which I've seemingly hitched my wagon to the New York Giants so far early this year. <laughs> I believe I believe picking them to win the garbage dump of the NFC East, uh, which actually becoming more likely after the way the Dallas game went down this week. But uh, no, the Giants. I mean, the big thing from the Giants game for me, number one, they won um, by, uh, you know, big, uh, big balls move by a day ball at the end of the game, making play calls there, which was like a huge contrast to the Monday nighter, which was an absolute disaster in the last minute of the game, game management. But like, Saquon went off huge, huge, like big Great fantasy game. day for him. Uh, I mean, like I was going to come in here. Saquon's with... back, question mark. Oh, yeah. I mean, 164 yards on 18 rushes, one touchdown. That's almost 10 yards of carry. Or, yeah, 10 yards of carry. Uh, and then what did he have for receiving? Like 30 yards, six or so, five yards of reception. I mean, I was going to come in here and say Daniel Jones didn't lose them the game, but then I looked at the stat line and he tried. <laughs> Definitely tried. I mean, he tried. Lost, lost the fumble, interception. Um, but you know what? The game was fun to watch. Like I was watching red zone for a little bit and then I just flipped it and started watching the giants game. Cause that fourth quarter was banana sandwich. Like that was fun to watch. There were a lot Some of good week one games. Yeah. The end of the Colts game made me mad. So I'm not even going to go anywhere near it. This giants one was fun to watch. Saquon went off. Even Sterling Shepard had a pretty good game. Um, uh, and Daniel Jones still hasn't sold me yet, but I'm uh, I'm definitely on the the Giants bandwagon for uh, the foreseeable future here. I, I hope somebody chooses to talk about the end of that Broncos Seahawks game because that was a doozy too. Oh man, maybe that's Tyler. Who knows? Tyler is up next. <laughs> all right, uh, yeah. So uh, first of all, I'm just gonna say what a hell of a week one, like in general, because I like I said, I was at the bar and the witching hour, the fourth quarter of the one o'clock games was madness. I mean, you had the Saints win by one, Eagles win by three, the Bears somehow like all these games, like the Steelers Bengals was insane. Uh, you just talked about the Browns, easy, the Colts tied. Like it was just an insane week overall. Um, I'm going to dive into my Lions just because I, I haven't been able to talk about them at all yet on the show. Um, so, as you know, we lost 38-3, uh, or 38-35, 38-3 would have been a lot more bad. Um, no, yeah, so uh, this year, the Lions, man, I think the weapons they do possess on offense are overall, like the weapons-wise, especially when Jameson Williams uh, comes back to Alabama receiver they took in the first round. Um, they, they're borderline top 10 weapon-wise when they come to the receivers and the swift at the running back position. Uh, obviously, Jared Goff is a huge Question mark when it comes to the quarterback play. Um, there was a point in the third quarter, I think it was, where he had like literally like six yards. He ended up with 215, but it was like really bad. 
Uh, so the Lions did fall by three. They made it interesting. They were down about 17 at some point in the third quarter. Um, rallied back. Like, it seems like that always happens. Uh, it was a very up-and-down game. Um, really came down to Hurts' running ability for the Eagles. Uh, and honestly, A.J. Brown for the Eagles. Um, he was a great week one. Oh, I, yeah, he had, he was insane. 10 reception, 155 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but I mean, who cares at that point? Um, he was all over the field, the Lions couldn't stop him. And, like, I think people forget how dominant he was with the Titans. And now you give uh, Hurts a weapon like that, the best receiver he's had uh, by far in Philadelphia. Um, and then Miles Sanders looked very healthy, very – I always believe in Miles Sanders. He's always been banged up, and they just really don't give him the ball for some reason. Um, but the Eagles' offense looked phenomenal. And, like, the Lions' defense isn't something crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, Hutchinson, I thought, played well, just didn't do well containing Hurts, which is Half his a job tackle for... he recorded that game. Yeah. Hutchinson, I mean, half a tackle. I, I look at a lot more than that, but that isn't great. Uh, there's a lot of pressure plays he put on. He just couldn't contain Hurts, which, I mean, it's hard to do. Um, but just looking at both, I mean, I was very impressed with uh, the Eagles. And that was with Devontae Smith not having a catch. So I, I, I don't know, like, and that Hurts didn't have the greatest game throwing the ball, but just his ability to be able to run outside of the pocket and create plays on the ground. Um, I mean, he had 17 carries, 90 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, too. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I was very impressed with the Eagles' offense. And the Lions, I think their offense is going to be fine, even with Goff. Um, I think they're going to be in a position to take a quarterback next year. Um, I still think they're going to win six or seven games this year, barely miss the playoffs, and then get a shitty draft pick, which is just like the life of a Lions fan. So, um, but overall, like I said, week one was insane. We even that Monday night game uh, with Wilson not coming up clutch at his own, at his own home Seattle. Uh, but overall, week one was like a dream for NFL fans who have been waiting for football. So, oh, I think, and I think that's a great segue over to myself. I think the Thursday game, all right, between. Uh, the Bills and Rams, you know, that horrible start. <laughs> it, it, it truthfully, you know, I kind of when you go into that game, you're thinking, all right, this is going to be a tight one. Very tight. Right. And then the Bills walk out 31 to 10 on that win. And shot. what did I say? And the and the and the the, the Bills. Super and I had a wager on the favorites. Rams OK, Super Bowl. I told y'all they were going to have a Super Bowl hangover and the Bills were going to knock the socks off. Oh, they, yeah, they, but but that was like a tequila Don't listen hangover. to pick them champion, like, though. They, they, they took care of them, I believe, honestly, in a way that I think Josh Allen just gave everyone a preview of what this season's going to be like for the Bills. The Bills are going to be one sexy team to watch, okay? And that first game of the week, yeah, it didn't go the excitement level we predicted, but I enjoyed watching the Bills do what the Bills are going to do, despite how bad the Rams uh, the Rams looked in that game in comparison to them. The Falcons sticking in close to the Saints, too. Like, I know the Saints aren't a yeah. powerhouse, but the Falcons sticking in close there. That was something uh, that was great. But then, the, of course, the tie. Everyone loves the tie. Hey, hike. Sorry, I had to. I mean, I only enjoy little snaps this year when I can because I am going to. I'm Nothing not- made me happier than seeing Reddit today. And like, I don't, I am, I don't want to cheer people losing their job, <laughs> but like, man, you can't, you can't kick three kicks out of bounds on a kickoff and then miss those field goals. Like you, you have one fucking job. Yep. And I, I especially not, when I your glasses are that thick. Well, that's what I mean, man. Like you look in the sun, he's probably burning his retinas out with those fucking things. Like, but on Reddit today, someone posted you can a kill of, him with those things. He's he's in a park in the middle of Indianapolis somewhere, kicking field goals, unemployed. Well, he's like, kicking it between trees right now because he ain't in the NFL anymore. Yeah, no, that's what he was practicing. The only thing that pissed me off with that, we don't re-sign Michael Badgley, the guy that carried us all last year. Can can we all admit one thing? I I know we all do our pick from every week, but. Was everyone not shocked that the Cowboys was the least, the lowest scoring team of the week with three points? That was unbelievable. Yeah, and obviously with, I think, a good transition for that. I'll pause my comment there for a sec. Why? Uh, but with going to the, the Steelers game quick, I the Steelers 
pulling out that win against Cincinnati, five interceptions for Cincinnati. If the Steelers don't win that football game, I feel like that's even worse than them. Injuries, right? Injuries are, are were big this week too. And that came evident in that game, despite Pittsburgh's defense being really impressive and Joe Burrow throwing sausages or pizzas down the field and to get caught by the Steelers defense. Mick, if it's Patrick though, mm, great, but injuries, you got TJ Watt, who looks like he's going to be down six to eight. Dak Prescott. Lucky six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And Dak Prescott is uh, out also, I believe, the same duration expected, six to eight. Four weeks. to six-ish, something like that. I think he's going to try to come back early. It's like four weeks. Yeah, you know. Those... Four was the – the original was six to eight, and then they came on and said he could be back. That's so they put him on the loss. Yeah, I, I think Jerry Jones watched Cooper Rush in practice, and I was like, yeah, Dak's going to be back in like two hey, or three hey, days. Cooper Rush with the Central Michigan. Can we just calm down on that really quick? <laughs> yeah, and now, and now he's on the Cowboys. You went it's to Central Michigan, and you and Dave tied for last place to pick him. So, okay. Hey, oh, DJ, hey. I'll bet you – I'll put a wager on this week that I beat you. I'll do it right now. Oh, okay. In what, the pick him? In the pick'em, I'm going to be. Uh, doing, I, hey, I, I don't think it's week, possible. I listened to last week's episode at work today. Well, not at work. I shouldn't say that on there, but <laughs> kind of during work today. And all I heard was EJ talking about bragging about last year, bragging about week one, how he's going to win, and he did. Of course, he did. But I gave blew some the, I blew this. So I know. I, I ripped know, the wheels year, off of it, boys. And last they just win. I missed a couple of weeks. I wasn't fully in it. This year, I fully am. You couldn't tell by movie fun performance, um, but it's going to be different this year. Mark my words. There Last year, I finished with damn near 70% correct pick em percentage, and I started off right there. So that's what it is, boys. Better get over 70. You ain't touching me. That's all I say. Uh, it's just week one. There's still 16 to go, as they say. But the injuries were big this week, and a lot, some the Steelers losing Watt, that's big. That's D-man right there. That is the the big piece of that defense that's gone. Dak is the quarterback for the Cowboys. And so it's obvious what role he plays. So this, I think in terms of comparison, uh, obviously the Steelers are out longer without Watt, but I think the Steelers can take the blow less than the, uh, less than the Cowboys would because of just the quarterback position being so vital uh, into, uh, into well, the- their own lines down too. Yeah, and uh, speaking of O-line, Pittsburgh Steelers O-line looking like a problem just a tad wee bit. Uh, Steelers got some good receivers, and Mitch Trubisky held his own, but uh, that defense was the big reason why with five interceptions. But now with Watt down, they're going to have to really – some or Mike Tomlin's got to pull some magic with the defensive coordinators and come up with a plan there to try to solidify that blow. Okay. If they're actually going to be a bit more serious this year where people didn't really maybe expect this team to be serious in their division, but we briefly talked injuries. You know, we, we, we talked about last week a little bit. Let's dive into this upcoming week. All right. I want to take the time to get into the pick them. Okay, now going in the same way that we always do, I'm going to pass it over to the one and only Justin Heichel, who's going to remind everyone about the standings after week one and what happened. Uh, Then Heichel will follow up with his picks. uh, Then we'll go to me, then EJ, then Tyler. We'll see if we remember that order. Heichel, go ahead. All right. So week one, uh, no no jukuing around. is No jukuing. You got Ng in there. It's uh, like no joking around, but no the jokuing. Right? No, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it every time. It's, it's funnier if you have to explain it. You know, wink, wink. All right, uh, you're in the lead with ten points. Uh, then the ultra original hikes picks in second with eight points. The uh, Willette five uh, in third, tied for third or tied for fourth, however you want to go with it. Uh, at seven and uh, chugging cakes also at seven. Yeah, I'll take third too. <laughs> we'll take a tie for third. I think tied. I, I think tied. I will. Yeah, take that. we'll we'll just take the tie for third. Just yeah. uh, okay. All right. Only third. Yeah, but see, there. but hike when you say it that way, like, like oh, they got seven picks right. I got ten. Okay, let let's just make sure you say it correctly. I went ten and five. They went seven and eight. So, one of us, <laughs> two of us, had winning records. And they went, went eight they, and seven. They went. Yeah, good enough. Like, Dave, Dave, and Tyler both made the playoffs in the NFC East, not the wild card. <laughs> there so, you go. Uh, that might be the best division of football. Here. Yeah, you got to get in there. You got to get in there. 
hike your picks. But uh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Kansas City and the Chargers tomorrow night. I'm going to take Kansas City. I'm uh, I'm thinking after the abuse they put on Arizona last week, they uh, might be might be a team again. Or still, I'm not sure. I was a little questionable. No receivers. Uh, Cleveland, the Jets. I'm going to take Cleveland just based on the defensive performance of the Browns last week. Detroit, Washington. I'm taking the Lions because fuck Carson Wentz. Uh, Tampa and the Saints. I'm taking the Saints. I believe I may be incorrect on this, but I think the Saints have beaten Brady every time they played him so far since he's been in Tampa. Mm. Uh, Giants over Carolina, Steelers over the Patriots, Colts over Jacksonville. I hope Baltimore over Miami, uh, Atlanta over the Rams, Woo. Seattle over San Fran, Cincy over Dallas, Denver over Houston. Cardinals over Vegas, and I was torn on that one. Uh, Chicago over Green Bay, Buffalo over Tennessee, and Minnesota over Philly with the back-to-back Monday Nighters this week. Wow. Those picks are fire. The back-to-back Monday Nighters is great. So I remember that I got to go second. I know after this week I'm going to leapfrog into first uh, for the pick Everyone knows that EJ is going to probably throw in a two cents into that. Uh, but chugging kegs, if you will, is going to come in and hot. A lot of, I thought we were going to have same picks there for a bit hike, but the, you changed up a few there. I'm going to go with the chiefs over chargers, Browns over jets, lions over Washington, Buccaneers over the saints. I'm going with the Panthers over the giants. I think they're going to rebound from last week. Steelers over the Patriots. On home home field, it's going to be great to see Heinz Field electric back this season. The Colts over what field? Heinz Field. No, no. Field? that's right. They, they changed it. Son of a bitch! A no. team, you better get it right. I'm yeah. not letting you move on past this game until you get it right. Unreal. <laughs> oh, that is. What's it called, Dave? Acquisura um, Stadium. I Good enough. Uh, I, I, yeah, Ooh. that's right. I I Acquisura. Acu bullshit sponsor stadium. Aquasure Stadium. Aquasure. So, sounds about as fun as Lumen Field. There we go. I don't know why I said Heinz Field. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's no, years. it's still it's still Heinz. Yeah, 20 years, right? It was called that. That's right. They had the name change for it. Thanks for the reminder there, fellas. I definitely knew that, but forgot. The Colts over the Jags. The Ravens over the Dolphins. Rams over Falcons. Niners over Hawks. I got the Bengals over the Cowboys, Broncos over the Texans, Raiders over Arizona. I was actually torn on that too. I thought I was more so lean towards Arizona, but I took Vegas. Packers over the Bears. Bills are going to fucking stomp Tennessee this week, I think. Truthfully, I was torn between who scored the most points this week and ended up choosing another team, but I think the Bills are going to be right up there. Uh, the Vikings and the Eagles. Uh, as well. So I picked the Rams for the most points this week and Atlanta for the least. Are I, you taking the Vikings or the Eagles? Oh, yeah, you said the both. Oh, the yeah. Vikings. I'm on fire tonight. The Vikings will beat the Eagles. And the score in that game, okay. 21 to 18. Tennessee Buffalo for the other tiebreaker game. I have 35 14 for the Bills over the Titans. Most points this week will be the Rams. Least will be the Falcons. That is mine. EJ, you're up, I believe. Or was it Tyler? No, it's me. That's right. Um, uh, your current uh, champion here. Hi, guys. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Nice yeah. to hear from you, listeners. By the way, Hike, I just like to say you, you've been dogging on the NFC East, but they are the only division in football right now where three teams have a winning record. The Eagles, Commanders, and Giants are all one and zero. Um, only division in football right now. So ha ha ha! But they're the only team with three winning records. Or only division. Uh, <laughs> I got the Chiefs over the Chargers and what I think might be the best game of the week. Uh, I got the Browns over the Jets. Great defensive performance by the Browns last week. I think they continue. Lions over the Commanders. Let's get gritty. Uh, Buccaneers over the Saints. Panthers over the Giants. I think last week was a great example of um, kind of why Cleveland moved on from Baker Mayfield and the fact that in the low of lows, he's bad, but is in the high of highs, man. He can bring you right back. But I think that this is a game where they bounce back. I think it's another good game. I think the Chiefs um, Chargers game is the best game of the week. This might be one of the better games here, though, but I'll take the Panthers uh, on the road after losing at home to the Browns. I actually got the Patriots here over the Steelers. I think Bill Belichick uh, finds a way to win on the road in whatever acupuncture field is called. Uh, Colts find a way to not tie and get a win over the Jaguars. 
Ravens at home over the Dolphins. Rams blow out the Falcons in probably one of the worst games. However, I said that last week, and the Falcons end up finding a way to compete. Uh, Niners over the Seahawks. Bengals on the road over the Cowboys. Uh, Texans versus Broncos. Uh, let's ride. Broncos country. Uh, Raiders over the Cardinals. Packers over the Bears. Anybody that picks the Bears here, in my opinion, is silly. Um, what, I think since 2009, the Bears have only beat the Packers four times, so knock it off if you think Chicago's win this game. Aaron Rodgers, I own. Okay, uh, still, I take the Packers here. Uh, Bills blow out the Titans, and I am probably the biggest Vikings guy this year. Uh, I'm banging the Kirk Cousins, uh, Justin Jefferson, Vikings skull train here, but I do think the Eagles find a way to win at home. That's just a tough place to play going and winning. Um, in Philly, I think that the Eagles win 27 to 24 over the Vikings. Second tiebreaker, Titans 14, Bills 38. Pretty close to you, Dave. I have Kansas City scoring the most points this week because I think they have to to win. And I think that the Joe Fluco led New York Jets scored the least amount of points against uh, Mike Cleveland Burns. There you go from the champ. I'll say it. There you go. You feel good, EJ. And I ordered your, your trophy is getting made, actually, not as we speak, because it is 1030 at night. I'm doubting someone's making a pick em trophy right now. But the order No, you tell them if they're not making it right now, I don't want it. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. Tyler, we'll let you're up. All right, yeah. So uh, in Kansas City Chargers, I disagree. I think the Chiefs are going to destroy the uh, Chargers this week. I don't think it's going to be close. The spread's only at four four points I think they're favored by, but I, the Chiefs, I, I think they're going to win it all this year. I'm going to say it right now. I, I do. Um, we got Cleveland at home is going to win against the Jets. I had my Lions winning. They're favored this week, which is kind of wild. The first, probably one of the only times this year, so I'm going to take them and the points. I'm taking the Saints at home. Uh, I didn't mention earlier, I think the Saints are going to win this division. Um, the way they fought back last week, with Michael Thomas scoring two touchdowns, if you can, like, become what he was, uh, they're going to be very dangerous. Chris, oh, EJ, can you say his name really quick, the rookie receiver from Ohio State, his last name? Uh, hold on. Ole versus Olav. Oh, Chris Olave. Thank you, Olave. He's going to be a stud. They have Landry and Thomas. If those three receivers are fully healthy all year, watch out. Jameis can do enough with that. Um, I have the Giants at home uh, against Carolina. I have Pittsburgh at home, not at Heinz Field, whatever other field it is. Um, let's see here. I do have the Colts winning in Jacksonville. Uh, let's see. I'm actually – so I had Baltimore at home, but I'm making a switch. I just realized I live in Florida, so I'm taking Miami in uh, Baltimore. The office, a lot of people are Dolphins fans and are high on Tua. I'm not, but I still think the Dolphins, for some reason, win this game in Baltimore. Um, I'm taking the Rams. I think they are going to kill Atlanta this week. Uh, Seattle, I am taking Seattle in San Fran. The Geno Smith uh, train rides forever. Uh, let's see, I'm taking Bengals at Dallas. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I'm not huge on the Bengals this year. I think Cooper Rush does keep them in the game a little bit, and it is in Dallas, but the Bengals do pull that one out. Um, let's see, we're at Denver now. Yeah, Denver is going to win at home against Houston. That should be a pretty easy dub bounce back game. Uh, Raiders at home take it against the Cardinals. I like it. I agree, EJ, Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers are going to destroy Chicago at home. I don't care about last week at all. You Maybe not last. destroy, but, I mean, they, they, the Bears won I mean, four I, games since 2009 against the Green. Exactly. Everyone's freaking out about I hate the Packers more than anyone, but everyone's freaking out about that week one performance last year. They, they played well. Killed. Bears played well last week. No, I'm talking about the Packers. They got killed this week one. Last year, week one, they get killed by the Saints. They make the playoffs easily, so... I'm not looking too much into that week one performance last week. I just have seen Rodgers play too many times, and I just know how it goes. I don't care who his weapons are. It's just, they're going to win the division. Um, I got Buffalo at home against Tennessee, and I do have Philly at home uh, against Minnesota. I have them taking that one. That's going to be a really good game to end night. It is dumb. There's two Monday night games with the overlap. I do not, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, they start like an hour with each other. It makes no sense. I, I don't know how, what they're doing there. And why is it week two and not week one? I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, so then for the, the game, the scores, I have Philly 31, uh, Minnesota 21, and then Buffalo 34, Tennessee 24. I think it's going to be a little closer than uh, people think. Um, I think Tennessee played pretty poorly last week. Obviously losing, but they're going to bounce back a little bit. 
And I think the Rams are going to score the most points. They're pissed off. Uh, they play the Falcons, who aren't very good. They're in L.A. They're going to go crazy, I think. And I think Houston is going to score the fewest points this week. So. There's got. the Pickums. Comment below who you think is going to win. I mean, it's everyone's going to predict the no-joking-around type name, Vlad Fella, from the uh, good old United States of America, E.J. Russell. Okay, I don't know why I threw the U.S. there. It made no sense at all, but it just flew off the tongue. Maybe you should go with a chug and a keg, or maybe Hikes Picks, or Tyler will have five, because he has a five at the end of his name in this username for a Pick'em Fantasy. That, that's... I got to figure that out. I got to figure out a better <laughs> name. <laughs> I, I just made chugging kegs on the spot. I think I might have to go through a name change and have the same week as last week. <laughs> 150%. But fellas, you know, this... I remember back in the day when you went by Mr. Electric Avenue. Yes, that, that maybe I should bring that back out of the archives. You know, it's been a few years since that term has definitely been used. I'm glad somebody else said it before me because like that name, it's like I always used to bring it up like I bring up a particular sport. I told you I'm not going to slip on purpose and say what sport that that is. Okay, EJ, I'm being good this time on this episode. Just for your listeners or your friends oh boy. that uh, say they don't like hearing the t- Tyler knows who it is. I'll say his name on here. Endo gets pissed every time you bring up hockey on this podcast. <laughs> hey, I didn't bring it up. I'm good right now. That well, you no, you blew it in the first. You five blew minutes. it in the first like three minutes, Dave. <laughs> Hikes doesn't hikes hikes happy with that though. Hikes happy because you know that's around the corner, but that's another show. That's a whole other show. In the pocket is what we're talking here, and in the pocket, powered by the game entertainment and media. Okay, TGM Network, all the platforms. Like, you know, I can rhyme it off to EJ and he can remind you, but we don't want to do that, okay? Because he'll yell in your ear. Okay, but EJ, we're everywhere, right? Tyler, we're everywhere. Hike, we could find it. Literally. What's Name it, we're there. <laughs> yep, most likely. Dave. Hey, Dave, open up your cabinet. Yeah, open. We're there. We're there. There's EJ's face. We are there. <laughs> it's EJ's. Tyler, lift your toilet seat. That's also EJ's. Dave's face. there because he's weird and he called me hot last week. I did. I called <laughs> Tyler hot last week. <laughs> Hikes next week. Hikes getting it next week. Perfect. Yeah, you ruined the when, when Hikes When Hikes' wife has a baby, Dave's going to be there. Hike, <laughs> just, just right Dave's there. gonna be the baby. Hike thirty weeks in, right? Yeah, thirty weeks. <sighs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Never, and EJ, don't we have like thirty days for uh, 30, your, 31, uh, big day? 30, 30, oh, 30 yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah EJ, big day. EJ's, uh, you know, getting hitched is the. And word. I'm gonna say this: I hope the Wednesday before the wedding, I still hope to do this podcast and I hope to watch the game Sunday <laughs> and beyond the week after. So hopefully well, Tyler and I have some good stories. That Wednesday is my that might day. That episode might take a little longer than Wednesday after my wedding. I think, yeah, we might have to plan a little while. Longer. <laughs> we might have to tell a few stories. 150%. And people are asking, well, when, when are you going back to Sports Center? Uh, the plan is that we do hope to do one a month live at Sports Center. So we are planning for the 28th. That is to be determined. You know, we do it outside of Sports Center, of course, inside the offices of TGEM in the comfort of the homes. And co- you could thank COVID for that. But we always give love to Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar if you're from out of town to say marine you do come to the sioux you want a good time to watch the game you want to have some good food hey it's the sioux's best wings as well all right you know where to go sports center bar and grill you can also ask best for- wings how many times in a row hike i'll let you i'll let you answer that one best wings Ooh. how many times in a row best sports bar Ooh. how many times in a row i'm not sure i'm on the spot is it now. like is it, is it is like it four five and five years? is it like a four I think and it's five four and five, five yeah. yeah there you go you got it uh, you got it. I wasn't Speaking sure up we to were the guy not <laughs> not from Sioux, Ontario to get that number right. You're welcome, Sports Center Bar and Grill. Love you. Thanks for being a first. Thanks for being a part of the game sports show. Love it. And the game uh, game sports show is happy to have the family of the Sports Center Bar and Grill. It's been a partner since 2015. They've loved us that much. There, amazing. God, they're fools. Just kidding. Much love to Sports Center Bar and Grill. Now, fellas, this has been in the pocket. I'm okay to go around the horn here for two minutes before we wrap up. If anyone else wants to bring up anything that we have not uh, brought up on the show, uh, we've touched on everything that we plan to EJ, Tyler, hike, anything further you want to bring to the ears of the listeners before we wrap up our episode two. I'll give you two things. It has nothing to do with the NFL, but a little bit of college football. Marshall got paid like $1.6 million to beat Notre Dame this weekend. So just keep that that in mind. That was a whole lot of fun. 
And also, uh, Tyler, a fellow stoolie, will appreciate me when I say this. Uh, Texas is back. Uh, they're here to play. Okay. <laughs> College right. football, I, I, I think will be good because one thing we can incorporate into in the pocket this year, and I can say this to listeners, is that it would be great to incorporate more of that college uh, feedback. And people are asking from Sault Ste. Marie. Those who are from outside of Sault Ste. Marie, you may not enjoy as much of hearing the local as much, right? Because you want to hear the college NFL side. Uh, but it's always good to promote that local talent that's here in Sault Ste. Marie. And Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario is a very beautiful city. Uh, we're border town, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. The fall is a beautiful time here in the Sioux too. So if you're ever near the Sault Ste. Marie, don't ever be hesitant to drive on in, go to sports center or just tune into the show and, you know, listen to us while you're passing through. I don't know. Uh, either way, we like to give love to the local talent here in the Sioux. So we do plan to get a bit more, uh, maybe not news related content locally, but definitely more updates or potential interview clips uh, for shows as well. Cause we've got time constraints to follow as we cover the NFL mostly on the show, but it'd be great for Tyler and EJ to do a segment in between potential commercial breaks or segments within the show to do college football. I think that'd be great uh, to do as well. And hike, you can dive into that as well, but I know your cookies and cream is more with the NFL, I would say. Yeah, I, I kind of only dabble in late night Saturday night college games. Although RG three was a pretty solid addition to the commentary this week. He's pretty yeah, intense. I, I uh, that's the first time I heard him, and I really enjoy it. like his uh, his like in opinion and insight on stuff. Is uh, he belongs? Fresh. He belongs back in college, not in the NFL. Like yeah, he, he's 100%. a good. He, he belongs in the college game. Hundred percent. Now, the fun facts I want to bring up is that Better Call Saul got nominated for 46 Emmys in seven seasons and hasn't won. Uh, I thought that was a crime. A rant. I don't know if any, either of you have seen Better Call Saul. Uh, that was my yeah, first just an insane fact. Yeah, great, insane fact. Great show. Definitely got to check it out. And I'm on season two of Ted Lasso. My um, fiance and I have watched that. What a show that is. Oh, my God. Oh, Zadikas knocks that out of the park. Uh, but the one thing I want to bring up before I wrap up the show is I'm going to go to you for sec hike you were on live radio when the game sports show was at the wicked sister yes i can say the wicked sister pre-recorded podcasts uh we were doing a live radio stream i believe at the time it was still um, it was still eagle 95.1 and you were asked a question hike by somebody (laughs) and i want to throw them under the bus because i want you to re-explain the story because i was thinking about it today i thought it'd be a funny thing to share on air to i don't know if ej and tyler have heard it uh i know ej knows i was like this can't be me yeah it wasn't you it was somebody you know though ej of course you're gonna know obviously uh but hike oh i got i think uh, hike i want you to tell the story before we uh, wrap up and uh kick the field goal for in the pocket today Uh, okay after before after he tells the story can i guess who it is yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like one of the first times I think I've pretty well done. Like, I've done in the pocket a couple times with Dave's like, no, come on across, come to the show with Scott. First time I met Scott. And we're there, and we're just chatting, throwing back and forth, talking a little baseball and stuff. Like that. And I mean, I, I'm a casual baseball fan. Like, I just tune in and see what's going on with the Jays. And, like, fair weather fan, if they're doing okay, I'm on board. If they're not, well, then screw them, and I'll jump on the screw the Jays train. But, yeah, like, the one, the furthest thing I, you know, I've got a better idea on cricket than I do basketball. <laughs> and... The, the first, so we're doing a round table. This is live radio. The first time I'm on live, I have never sweat so much in my life. <laughs> and like, I've sweat a couple times. I know. Everyone knows me. So I get asked what I think about the new general manager and the Cleveland Cavaliers and how they're going to handle the locker room. <laughs> and like, I've never, like, I wish. Did I, I, I made if, him mad with my answers too? Oh. <laughs> Do you like, remember your answer? <laughs> no, it was it was a fucking nightmare. Like I have never stumbled through something. Like I think at one point I said players coach, and we're talking about the general manager of the team. Like I did, I've never. That's it's one thing that haunts me to this day. Like I specifically will watch basketball now throughout the season just so I know what's going on, in case someone ever asks me a question about anything basketball. Prepared. Yeah. Oh God, EJ, you can guess who it is. You can obviously know. It's Butch, right? Yeah, yeah it was Butch. Uh, Butch chewed him right up, didn't he? Oh, he chewed yeah. him up, spit yeah. him right up. Here's here's the thing. I I love Butch to death, but Dave 
and 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 honestly, I I when I went to Ford Field to watch the Browns play Lions there a few years ago, the year we went zero and sixteen, um, I met Butch at Ford Field, and I'll tell you what, there have probably not been two people that have disagreed more often on air than Butch <laughs> Davis and myself, and it could be like. Butch, my my water is clear, and Butch would be like, "No, it's low cloudy." Like, <laughs> but hey, Butch, the sky's blue. No, I think it's a little gray. Like, it doesn't matter what it was. Butch will always, if he thinks he's got an edge on you, he'll try to bury you. And if he gets you, he's gonna get you good. Oh yeah, he could but, throw uh, blood in the water on that one. I will say this though, having said that, Butch is also one of those guys that if you can get him. You've got his respect forever, and then he, and then he might still he might still come at you, but uh, he he'll always have your back, and I think Dave will attest that. Butch would probably still have my back. If I call Butch right now, I was like, hey, I need you to do a show. Butch would pick up the phone all day, all day. DJ, I remember, remember that, ep- that episode of Hot Seat. Oh, it was such a good episode. It, it was like record. yeah, the second ever episode of the Hot Seat. Tyler and I recorded, and we had Butch on, and we did like an NCAA basketball like, preview. Yeah. And Butch was just, and I'll say this: sometimes Butch, I love you, buddy, but sometimes some of the shit you say is a little nonsense. <laughs> I mean, uh, and I say this to poke funny, buddy. Some of your particulars are uh, a little off-putting, in my opinion. I mean, maybe not off-putting, but I disagree with some of your opinions. But I'll tell you what, man, we we laid down an hour and a half track, man. It was awesome. What a great podcast! And as soon as we got done, we hit. And and recording, every second of it just disappeared like a <laughs> cloud of smoke. It was gone. Archives and, of the hot seat is on the game. Oh, I asked Butch. I asked Butch and, if he had it. I asked Tyler if he had it. And asked Tyler's to this day. That is probably the best episode of the hot seat ever. And none of you like ever got the, to hear it. When the dream team like scrimmaged and they lost or something, that that's what it was. Like no one saw it. No one believed <laughs> oh, it. it was no great. One, like... It was the greatest <laughs> game you never saw. Yeah. So I on the gamesportshow.com, the episodes that we have up to under the hot seat category is from episode four up to season two, episode one is uh, what we have august 5th 2021 was the last recording the first one i have uh was not dated well tyler was going through like graduating college and he was slacking off and didn't want to record basically his fault october 22nd 2020 was your episode four and i know if you look further into the game sports show national there is simply butch um butch on sports are all of his shows are on there still that you can certainly locate and he's had a lot of shows get put on there of course butch uh definitely on the 1400 edition as well with scott uh i didn't the fun fact i want to bring up with this story is i remember hike you were just fucking sweating while you were having those cheese curds from the wicked sister do you remember the 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 cheese that the dip uh they were it was like it was were they curds i forget what they were i forget what no they were potatoes like so i think it was i what the hell? They were like, curds before. Yeah, there was no. Circular- well, I had cheese. Trust me, I eat cheese on everything. I've had cheese curds before. But they were circular. But it was like some. Crispy. It was some sort of delicious shredded potato deal. Yeah, potato like, was crispy. They were really crispy that you did. It was like basically potato. like the delicious American like a loaded hash potato brown, skin, but like made into a Canadian hash brown. Yeah, it was like love in my mouth. Uh, it was that. It was that good. Whoa. Fellas, that's a story I want to get to. Tyler, I know uh, there's a lot of talk going on. What this, this is, the story of love in your mouth? That's, love in my that's love for another my night. Mouth. That's for another night. That's for triple X version after hours. Uh, Tyler, man, it in was, the pocket it, after dark. It yeah, was that's for Dave, that's for Dave's no fans. I mean, at this point, it's ten forty-seven. We're recording this. Might as well do in the pocket after dark, dark right now. And <laughs> Tyler, it was great having you on uh, for our episode two. It's going to be great this year. And you took the time to phone in all the way from Florida, opposed to using the equipment that's probably. Well, not close to you because you phoned in, but nonetheless, it's great to have you all right. here tonight. Uh, and overall, uh, it's going to right now. You and I are tied in the basement, man. We'll see if we're in the basement uh, by next week, my friend. 
Oh yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And fun fact, I just saw this fun fact. This is the first game in 24 games that the Detroit Lions are favored. So I would strongly suggest putting all your money on the Lions this week at home against the Commanders. Every dollar you have. Say. Every dollar you have. EJ, that wedding fund, just do it. Um, just do hey, it. <laughs> and if I lose it, you're paying for the wedding. How about that? <laughs> and EJ. I'll say, I, have 30, I have 30 days to make that money back. I can make it work. Brett. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And EJ, my <laughs> friend, the reigning champ of Pickham. Until next week, keep the bragging to yourself. But I appreciate you coming on, and it's uh, always been a—it's always a pleasure, my friend. Dude, I'm not keeping the bragging to myself. By the way, only because it was the only game I got to listen to. Fun fact for you, NFL fans: Cade York's game-winning 58-yard field goal for the Browns is the longest made field goal by a rookie in their team's first game in of the season in NFL history. Go Browns, happy to be here uh, on the Vikings trade this year. Oh, there you go. Hike, hopefully, you know, as a Colts fan you are, you don't see a tie uh, for, for this week because it's not a great way to start your NFL season roller coaster. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll take always, an undefeated start to the season. That's a uh, good point. And uh, as always, man, it's uh, always fun. And until next week. I was going to use uh, another sport analogy there, but I held myself. I can't believe it. Uh, until next week. I'll slap you if you do it. <laughs> Dude, I will literally take a sick day tomorrow, drive to Canada. Cross, I'll go get a passport, drive across the border, slap you and drive back. I, you know what? I think I'd love that because you're, you're no violence though. No violence on the show. Oh, I'm going to slap him with a tortilla. Yelly on the show. Hike, my friend, get to that. Say thank you for always uh, coming on and looking forward to uh, talking to you next week. Oh, yeah. We'll be here as always. It's been a blast. And uh, we'll see how much of a disaster these picks were this week. Oh, it'll be certainly fun indeed. Now, listeners, make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on the TGEM Network YouTube channel, thegainsportshow.com. We're on all platforms. I don't want to spend enough five minutes getting through it. Just go on Google, search the Gain Sports Show. You'll find everything. Literally, I'm looking on it on my phone right now because I wanted to prove a point. It shows our website at the top. It shows Apple Podcasts. It shows Amazon Podcasts. It shows Google Podcasts on there as well. Uh, it, it doesn't show Spotify on the homepage, but if you go to Spotify, we're on there as well. And if you search it and go down, you also see the TGEM Network YouTube channel because of the connection to the Game Sports Show. We're there. It's right there, okay? We're, we're at your fingertips, and we have all the content you desire. You can check out a recent full-time edition. It was episode 18 with Scott and Daniel talking soccer. We had our, our, our 1400 AM edition this past Monday that I actually didn't take part of, but Scott Butch and Sue Eagles head coach Daniel Lepra was part of that. We had a recent episode 55, a special edition with Rory Vince Patrick on all platforms. Upcoming on this week's, late this week special edition upload that we'll have likely before Monday or on Tuesday, special edition 56, Nate Prosser, former Minnesota Wild defenseman, going to be a great show upload there. Make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe. Again, I'm going to say it so you don't miss this great content that the Game Sports Show provides at all times. And you get to hear EJ just be an absolute weapon with his winner. comments and winner, okay? Now, let's get to the conclusion portion. Everyone loves hearing our conclusion portion. I don't get the last word on it, though. Fun fact, which is usually a first. Thanks again for listening. I'd like to remind you to keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah. Shoot!